Hi, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of Hal's Donut House. Um, I'm going to dive today into uh, the life of community, other tasty treats with my guest today, who's Austin James, a uh, person I look up to on many aspects of this platform, uh, mainly branding mon and monetization and so forth. Uh, I'm very excited to talk to you today, Austin. How are you? What's going on? How was your day today? Thanks, Dr. having me on the show. I'm very good today. Um, it's been a busy day. <laughs> yeah. Every day seems to be very busy, you know. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, but yeah, everything's good. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, you received, When did you receive the Facebook certification, the Certified Community Manager badge? So I got that badge back in January. Um, okay. I had applied for the program, I think, uh, the summer before that, the summer previous. And um, I really... Um, I took that test because I really wanted to kind of certify myself as an actual communities manager. I thought that certification would really help to identify me as a professional in that space. So yeah, so I got it in January. Have you, thank you. Have you seen, have, has it played out in your endeavor from then until now where you, you've seen some value to, you know, showing brands and showing, you know, possible clients that you have this certification? Is it paying off? You know, do you think it's it's helped? For me personally, yes. I mean, you know, we focus on a lot of influencer marketing. So that's just something that we really utilize uh, with our influencer, you know, marketing services. Because there aren't a lot of certified Facebook community managers. There's actually one other that I know of in my entire region. And she doesn't even do anything with her Facebook group. It's not even what I'm doing at all. She's not even monetizing. So I'm just like, what are you really doing with it, then? I mean, I'm not going to spend a hundred hours and get her certification just to not use it not, and, 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 and to not do anything with it. So, yeah, I think personally it has helped us to monetize, yes. I love it. Okay, uh, let's see here. I wanted to ask you, oh, I took a peek at your personal profile and found the following under your name. Mm -hmm. Okay. It says digital wizard, mm -hmm. podcaster, mm -hmm. foodie, mm -hmm. and dad. Yep. So pick any or all of them and uh, <laughs> tell, tell me about that. I'm really curious. So, um, I consider myself a digital wizard. You know, I really am um, very savvy with social media and with technology. Um, I really understand a lot of it. I understand a lot of the psychological traits and training that goes into those products and those technologies. Um, I, I studied psychology as a profession, so I really understand persuasive technology and those kinds of things. Um, so digital wizard, that kind of comes into play because a lot of my, um, a lot of people in the community, a lot of business owners, a lot of our politicians um, and our local celebrities depend on me for local promotions or, you know, getting into our community, getting people around what they have going on and what they want to promote. So that's kind of where that comes into play. Um, my, uh, my podcaster. <laughs> so I have a podcast called times live radio. We're on all the major podcast networks. What's it called? Um, it's called times live radio. So that's, uh, that's a, basically a compliment to our brand that we have on the digital end. Um, when I started up my digital brand, I knew that I had to go into podcasting and also paper, uh, you know, magazines as well to kind of cement and corner that market to what I was doing personally. So um, on my podcast show, we interview a lot of celebrities and politicians, business owners, nonprofit directors, anyone doing a, or making a big impact in the community. So, um, but right now that's on hold until we get our offices open, which is going to be in about the next week. So we're very excited about to get our studios, uh, our, our first podcast studios open. So I, I love it. An actual studio for your podcast. Yep. So now we're only, so now we're not only going to be producing our show, but we're working with a production company to also produce other people's shows. But we've had a lot of our local politicians say, hey, listen, you know, I'd love to have a show for like, you know, during like election season to help get me out there. You know, how much would you charge me? And I'm like, hmm, I can start producing other shows too. I was like, wait a minute now. 
So, you know, now we're kind of going into that space as well. We have a lot of, um, a lot of attention around that with, you know, from business owners and people in the community. So that's good. Um, foodie, I'm actually a published foodie. So I'm in a magazine every month, um, Nexus Magazine here. It's hyper local. Um, I actually charge restaurants for those spotlights just for innovation to monetize. You know, that space is there. I'm not going to give it to them for free, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's worth, you know, a $600 value. I, I only charge 300 so. But that's just another way for us to make money. So um, if, I, if I needed to find out where the best lobster bisque is in that area, I could contact you and find out the best yeah. lobster bisque. People always come to me for food advice. They're like, awesome, where can I get a steak? I'm like, oh, yeah, go here. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So that's that part of it. And then, and then I'm a dad, so I have a two-year-old son. So Two-year-old son, I love it. Yeah. What's his name? His name is Mason. Mason, is he, is he walking yet? I forget what you're doing oh, at two years old. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, we, I, we have a 29-year-old. He's, uh, he's an, an amazing man. I don't know how we did it. You know, as you, as you know, when you're given a child, they don't come with directions or instruction manuals. They don't. They, they say, here's a little person. Go build it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget what, what made me think about it with a two-year-old was um, I was so, so proud when Anthony, my son, learned how to walk you know that's like one of the big milestones for a little a little baby till you realize that the next thing they're going to learn is they learn how to run which yep. means now you're chasing them everywhere they go <laughs> okay before i bring up nazareth times i want to i want to ask you a question mm-hmm. make believe i'm on the side of community management where it's not monetized in any way shape or form Okay. It's a growing, thriving community of some sort. You know, I've got a groove. I've got a page. I've, I've, I've got an Instagram feed. And I get approached by people on both sides, maybe, maybe members mm-hmm. or maybe brands mm-hmm. saying, hey, you've got, you know, this many thousands of members. We would like to or whatever. Talk to me. How do you jump? From one side of the fence where it's just a community that you love and nurture and support and grow and it's 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 a living, breathing entity, which I think a community is. It's not just, you know, a list of people on a on a page. How did you go from there to hey, I'm making some money at this? <laughs> okay, so this is this is gonna be a long one, but just bear with me. So That's fine, yeah. There's a process to all of this. Um, I always say to monetize a digital community. The number one thing above all is you have to have balls. Okay. My mentor calls it chutzpa. You have to have chutzpa. Chutzpa. Because <laughs> yeah. if you don't have chutzpa, you're yeah. not going to make it happen because you have to have extremely thick skin mm-hmm. something like this because you're going to have a lot of people coming after you. That's step one. Let's just kind of nix that out of the way right now because that took me some time to get over. Like when I was doing this at first, I was getting a lot of haters and what are you doing? You know, because people will support you when you get a job, but they won't support you when you open a business. That's just kind of what I find. So I had a lot of, you know, things going on at that time. So when I first started my digital community, I always knew that uh, a goal from day one was monetization. I knew I was not doing this for free. I'll do it free for the first couple of years because I was playing the long game and I knew that. And I was like, okay, I'm okay with that. Time's going to go on anyway. I might as well build something in that time, make it meaningful and really help to impact my community. So I always knew that I wanted something that could monetize because, I mean, that's what Facebook's done. I mean, hello, they monetize their numbers. It's pretty straightforward, right? I mean, it's pretty simple. But how do you monetize those numbers? That's key. It really depends on your community. And that's just the God's honest truth. Because what I do with my community is not going to work with other communities. Like, let's say I'm going to take Warren from Octonation, for instance. He could never have the kind of sponsors that I have because it doesn't relate to their kind of work. It doesn't relate to their businesses. You know what I mean? So they wouldn't benefit from that. Now, however, could they get sponsors like SeaWorld and 
you know, um, oceanography magazines, absolutely, because that relates to their space. That's also why I created a digital page for my community, because I knew I could attract advertisers of all kinds, whether that be restaurants or schools or boutiques or whatever. I was basically trying to turn my group, my community into the digital source that everyone wanted to go to for events and, you know, where to find the best restaurants and where to get their kids in daycare, whatever, you know, find a lost pet, you know, we've done it all. And that's what we've created, thankfully, you know, but there's a lot to this. First step one is you have to create an LLC. Here in America, there's, you know, you, you have got to protect yourself because I've learned in advertising, there is something called libel. And even though you're not, you know, you're not, um, how should I put this? You're not um, being libelous in terms of advertising. Doesn't matter. I get three calls a year at least from our major publishing houses attorneys every year. Every year they're like, oh, you're using one of our pictures. Oh, you're doing this. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Threatened much though? Because I'm like this little guy and you're way up here. But they're threatened because they know that I also have massive eyes around me and their eyes are dwindling and dwindling because they're just a newspaper. So it's just, you know, it's like I say, you are going to develop haters along the way. So number one is always protect yourself. Get an LLC around your business. Become an actual business because then you can get an EIN. Okay. That means you're going to get a tax identification number so you can open up as a business, open up a business bank account. That's step two because never, ever, 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 ever. And I mean, never accept money from anyone for advertising and put it into your personal account. Never. So step one and two, LLC, EIN, protect yourself, get that bank account started. Step three, get a media kit together, pricing, a list of services, what you offer. We, my company, we do extensive things. We started with advertising, digital. Now we have a paper magazine and digital advertising and a podcast. And we have an apparel line, we have media services and all kinds of things now because we've grown, right? But I only started out with advertising because I wanted to kind of like test the waters and see what this was, where it was going. I really mm-hmm. didn't, I, I'd never been in advertising before ever. So this was very new for me too, you know? And um, yeah, then that's it. You know, I mean, from there, once you have your LLC, your bank account and your, and you know, your media kit, now this is where the balls come into play. Cause now you have to actually go out there and go into businesses, meet the owners and pitch your business. And that's tough because the people have never heard of you. Like me, like in the very beginning, it was hard. They're like, oh, you're just a Facebook group. Well, what does that mean? I'm like, what does that mean? I have almost 10,000 people in my group. That's what that means. And our account only has like 30,000 people. I have one third of the market. That's huge. But they don't understand that. So you have to prove your value to these people because they don't understand that they think Facebook is free. Oh my God, wake up. If you're not paying for the product, you are the product. And that's what they need to understand right now. And they don't understand that. And that's okay. You know that as the advertiser, utilize that. So you have to make them see your value. You have to really provide a lot of unique services. Like we do email blast marketing. We do digital articles. We interview celebrities and tag our sponsors in those articles because it's celebrities. Those articles go viral. And we, and, and we interview celebrities every week. So it's just something that we, you know, more added value for our sponsors. They love that. And we also have a very unique town because our town here, we have a lot of local celebrities, racing stars. We have Martin Guitar, a lot of famous businesses. So we have a lot of, you know, wealthy individuals living here. So our advertisers love it because our magazine digital brand is the largest in our town and in our region. We have the only direct mail magazine in our town. So our magazine goes to every home throughout, you know, throughout our region. So it makes us incredibly valuable. Now you compare print and then you get digital and combine those two, <laughs> you're going to be unstoppable, trust me. Because I find, I mean, I found in my experience anyway, that if you have a large paper brand and you have a large paper file, like a magazine or a newspaper, whatever, your digital end probably sucks. And that's pretty much what I found. Because I all the major publishing houses around my area, they have no digital following. I have the largest, but I also have print now. 
And that's why they're scared. That's why they get nervous because they're like, oh my God, they're taking advertisers from us. We are, we are almost on a weekly basis, but that's just because we do more, we offer more. So I hope that answers that question. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, I, I, I'm thinking about, I, I, I'm, I have a, I have a friend on the platform. Uh, she's, she's a one, a wonderful power admin. And uh, I was discussing with her last week. Um, she's got a very, very large following on a community and she she's putting so many hours and hours and hours into it. And, and I said, okay, well, I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be doing a uh, live with Austin tonight. And um, it'll take a little, take a little bit for us to process it and, and put it out there. Um, but it's, it, it would probably be great for her to hear because I think the most important, you know, I think, I think the first step is the most important one, which is recognizing your value. Then, then you, once you recognize your value, you, you see what you can offer at that point, because, you know, right now somebody might, you know, have a really busy, phenomenal, thriving community and say, okay, well, whatever, but there's value there. Maybe the value is just an eyeballs on a product. You know, you have a, a million followers on your page and, you know, 60,000 members that are, that are engaging in your group. Yep. Well, if the subject is, let's just use an example for, you know, if you're, if it's a baking group, a hobby group, let's just say, you know, we, we share recipes and so forth, but there's 50,000 of us. Well, brand collaboration with like Betty Crocker or, you know, or just to use this as a, an example off the top of my head, bam, there you go. Or a bakery. I mean, small. yeah, a or local a bakery. Perfect. Just like, for instance, today we just blasted out a post, actually. Huh? No, no, I'm sorry, last night. Okay, the post is 20 hours old and everybody got 10,000 hits and all these shares. And it was about um, some kind of, um, oh, yeah, one of our roads being closed because of the sinkhole, right? But of course, I tagged our sponsors in it. And now, of course, one of my sponsors was like, oh my God, I got four new customers today. Thank you. You just got to think outside the box. You got to be inventive. Only okay, so hang on, hang on, hang on, now, hang on, hang on. Are, did you just tell me that you leveraged a sinkhole? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've leveraged so many things in my career. There was a house fire over here, right? Yeah. Uh, there was a house fire last week. So I tagged one of our sponsors in it because they do all kinds of restoration work. They got two new customers that day. And I also got a text from the owner of the home that their house caught on fire and also wanted to you know, know his number. And I, I was like, God, I, power of marketing. <laughs> I, 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 knew, I, I, I knew that this this live tonight was going to be amazing, but I, to think that you can monetize and leverage for profit, a sinkhole and you don't own a, an asphalt company. I mean, that's just like, <laughs> you know, <what's> okay. So <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it. My, my town has a lot of like pride and passion. Yeah. And I'm always like, you know, you can monetize pride and passion. You just got to do it in a very certain way where mm -hmm. people want to stand behind you because my community is very engaging. So it's like, that's what I also tell people too when I'm trying to prove my value. Mm. The morning call, that, that's all the people around here. They don't have a digital phone where they talk to their members every day and talk to the readers every day. People trust me. That's why they want to advertise with me. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, us admins, we have that trust in our community. So trust is important. Being genuine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've, you know, I'm sure you've come across it too where a lot of community managers, community leaders, admins in groups or pages yep. um, basically say, well, I'll lose all my followers. I'll lose all my members. Well, you know, if you're a baking community and you're selling, you know, a carpet, you're going to lose a whole bunch of them. It, you, know it, <laughs> it, you need to marry the need to the to the audience. Exactly. And, and then you're you're enhancing their opportunity, not limiting it. Exactly. Okay. You know, 
Are you going to lose people on the way? Sure, but oh well. What is in in in, in like in, in like a, a just a little blip of information? What's the Nazareth Times? So the Nazareth Times is a digital uh, publication and, and influencer for the Lehigh Valley in Pennsylvania. Okay, I looked at the website thenazarethtimes.com. Free plug. Yep. It looks really warm and welcoming. What does a typical day in Nazareth, Pennsylvania look like? If I was going to drive into Nazareth, Pennsylvania mm -hmm. on my trek across the country, what would I find in Nazareth, Pennsylvania? Well, you'll find the Andrettis. Uh, they're a famous racing family uh, in, uh, here in the country. Uh, Sage Karam, uh, Joe, uh, he's actually another famous racer. Um, and also Joe Kovacs, he's, he's, uh, him and his family are all like Olympic stars. Uh, Martin Guitar, a famous company here in the uh, actually throughout the world. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we have a lot of different things going on here. Uh, you'll find the town with a lot of pride, passion, like I said, a lot of community involvement. People are, you know, it's a small town of 30,000 people. Our borough has about 6,000 people in it. So it's a very involved town. It's very warm and welcoming. But, you know, we're stuck in our ways. You know, we like small town Americans. So I love that. So if I drove in there, there would be like a downtown area where there were little shops and so oh. forth. And I could walk, yep. I could walk the streets safely. And oh, yeah. By yeah, that last night at one of the restaurants, actually. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Is that where I'm? Is that where I'm going to get my lobster bisque? Oh no, 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 no! You got to go to Bex for that. Okay, all right. <laughs> I got to remember that. Okay. Um, what's your involvement with the Nazareth Times, and how did that happen? Where, where's the connection there? So, okay, that actually started out of me being vindictive because <laughs> I was an admin. <laughs> my buddy. <laughs> Don't piss me off. <laughs> so I was an admin for uh, for our borough's uh, you know community uh, group uh, about three years ago before I started this, and the lead, uh, the founder had kicked me out because I was trying to monetize the group and trying to teach him how to like monetize this. Like you know, at the time I had a thousand members, and I was like, listen, let's start you know coming up with like a rolodex, a dashboard rolodex, and we can charge businesses to be in the rolodex. That was like my very first idea, right? He thought I was trying to take over, kick me out of the group. So I said, oh yeah, I'll start my own group and I'll trump you in a year which I did, because then by then I had my radio show and the apparel line, and I was, I talked to him a thousand times over. He finally retired, moved away, someone else took the page over, and now we all get along, and so yeah, that's that's pretty much how I started. I was just mad one day, because I because I got kicked out, I had this brilliant idea, and I was like, I'm not going to let this idea go. I know you can monetize a Facebook group through lieu of community advertising. I'm like, I'm not going to, no, I'm not going to stop. So I started up my own group and just started marketing it right away. I actually got savvy, because what I did is I went on Vistaprint, and I got stickers with my group's QR code, and I put them all over town on restaurant doors, on drive throughs at restaurants to make sure that my numbers grew, 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 and just exploded. And then I out-trumped that group within no time. And yeah, so that's how it happened. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have part of your admin team? Do you, are you, is this a sole proprietorship, for lack of a better term, or do you have a team that handles different parts of this whole extravaganza called? Yes. <laughs> so yes, we do have a team. Um, I do have uh, a two other admins that uh, help manage the community. Um, but also we have a team of journalists, photographers, producers, engineers. Um, we have moderators, of course. We have what I call spies throughout the community that keep me in, uh, you know, keep us fed with good intel uh, at school board meetings or borough council meetings or, you know, just chatter around the town. So yeah, we have a pretty large team. How, how do you, I know it's a, this is a really deep question, but I just want to just like touch it a little bit where how, how do you know when you see somebody in your community that would be that perfect member of your admin team or mod team? What, what are they doing? What's their attributes? What, how are they acting? What, 
what are the signs that you see of somebody that fits that mold? So for me, I will only accept people that um, are involved in the community that are either part of the firehouse or just somehow involved, you know, like I just don't want people that just think this is a cool thing and, oh, I can be a moderator and be an influencer with the Nazareth Times. You know, I don't want people like that. So I'm also a very good people reader. Uh, I, I mean, I can read someone, give me a few seconds and I can tell you who you are, what you're about, what your habits are. I'm, 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 I'm pretty good like that. I also go off, you know, political views and emotions because unfortunately, and you know, today's heated day and age, I mean, I'm so very much in the middle that when I see extremism on, on, you know, both sides, I'm just like, nope, I'm sorry, I can't work with you because we're an unbiased brand. We cover all news, all media. I don't play sides with anyone. So I'm just not going to play that game. And I know that our moderators and, or even our admins would play that game if they were a little bit more volatile or a little bit more extreme on one side or the other. So that's one thing, especially in today's day and age, is you got to make sure to protect yourself, protect your brand, because sometimes people will play the part and just want to get in to get in to ruin things. You know, all that a cancer in your business. You want to get rid of that cancer. It's not good. So I always tend to accept people in that I know are good moral value, good good moral character. Um, you know, I've anywhere from college kids up to people in their 60s and 70s. So it just really depends on their moral character for me. Did you did you build yourself a an onboarding process for your mods and admins, like a playbook and you know, all of those things that we know, you know, what it takes to be successful on the other side. Once you, you know, once you give somebody the band hammer, sometimes they'll, they'll, you know, go a little bit off track. Do you, did you actually put it in writing? In some, how did you put it in writing if you did? Is it so a yeah, document? We, what is it? So, yeah, we actually do have a training manual in place for moderators and admins. Uh, the admins have different rules and duties, you know, put in place than the moderators. You know, they tend to work for our journalist team or a photography team because mm-hmm. um, there are we you know, our editors and our lead photographers. So, so they can post whenever. Um, so, yeah, we do have uh, like kind of like a rule book put in place. I have more of like a graphic that I'll give the moderators to not kind of like overwhelm them, but just kind of like a broken down list of what they should be looking out for, what they should be doing, you know, because as a publication and as an LLC business, I really have to be careful too with what's being taken down, what's being, you know, reported, what's, you know, there's just so many things to this that we can get sued over because it's media, you know, we're in media and, you know, of course you have to be careful at all terms. And um, so, yeah, so we have that put in place. Um, once we get our offices open though, I'm going to create almost like a, um, like a PowerPoint presentation so I can then train our staff members or our moderators and admins in our office and studios. And I also gave our team press passes as well um, so they can get backstage at events and whatnot. I love that. You, you, you're, you've got it together, my friend. I'm really, really, really impressed. Okay. We're, we're winding down here a little bit. What is your goal for the next six months? I know what, I think I know what it is already, but let's find out what your goal, what's your goal for the next six months. Uh, I'm, six I'm months. narrowing it down. Yeah. Give me six months. <laughs> six months. Um, I'm going to get my office and podcast studio uh, open. We're going to um, structure our podcast facilities so we can start producing other shows for other people, brands, and businesses. Um, and then the long-term end game there is going to be, I'm going to start actually collaborating um, and pioneering uh, a video training series for you know community managers and group admins on how to best monetize their communities. And on, and on those paid videos, I'm going to go very in-depth on everything that we do, how we do it, how it can work in your community, just everything. I'm just going to lay it all out. Oh, so we're actually getting the free version of that before it's actually done. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> just, just give me a give me a pre rollout date for that, so maybe I can hit you up for another quick live, or maybe you know something <laughs> we can feed until summer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, something we, maybe we can feed. Oh, yeah. We can do another. Maybe we can uh, see if I can swindle a roundtable for us one day for uh, for branding and 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 so forth in in the, in the certified group because I think that would be a lot of fun. 
there's uh, there's so many of us. Mm-hmm. You know, I I found that there were like three types of people that that sit for and get certification. One yeah. of one of them is um, somebody that just is was involved with managing communities. I I've got a yard sale group. I've got a baking group. But you know, the group person, right? Maybe they have a page or two. Nothing, nothing monetized, nothing business, no branding, you know, then you have the other person on the other side of that, that all they know is the commercial side of it, branding and collaboration and, and uh, rep- representing a company, you know, whatever. And then you have the person in the middle, that's probably the majority of us that we've done a little bit of both. But when we receive that certification, and we see those questions on the test, and then, then we expand it in the certified group, and we see a lot of the content that comes out in the certified group. Even mm-hmm. though my favorite term in this whole process for the certified group is, I didn't know what I didn't know. When I walked into this whole thing, I thought, you know, I've, I've been managing communities since, I don't know, 2007, 2008, something like that. You know, I was early on in groups. And it was like, I walked in without seeing the practice test, without learning about the certification, I said, I'm going to teach them something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep. Until I sat for the certification and the practice tests and, and all that. I was like, wow. Yeah. And it's really, it, 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 I found it to be a, a, a wonderful awakening yeah, of a capability to, to learn something that I had no idea about. And it was humbling and it was exciting and ha- being certified now and, and, and doing training for it and everything. It's just like, it's a really an amazing, an amazing process. It really is. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, what time do you get up in the morning? Uh, usually about six, six thirty every day. Okay. And when do you put your head on the pillow? 1am usually 2am. Wow. Okay. So you, you're like a four or five hour sleeper. Yeah. I don't like to sleep. Cause I, cause in my mind, like time is money and I don't got time to waste. So I yeah. want to make it. Easy. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh as yeah. As, like as soon as my mind starts turning on and I check my phone and look at my emails. I'm up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. What's, um, what's your favorite beverage during work? During work? Water. Okay. And what's your favorite beverage after work? Vodka tonic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love it. Okay. Um, Austin, I just, I want to say that, I, I asked you to do this because you inspire people. And I don't know if you know that or not, but you've inspired me. You've inspired a lot, of, inspired a lot of people because there's many of us in this community that just, we don't know how to make that first jump. Yeah. You know, that first. It's, it's, it's hard to make that first jump. And I think to really, to kind of like create an engine of monetization. That was always my goal was to create an engine that monetizes. So I could sit back one day and say, oh, I don't got to do this work anymore because I mean, it's a lot of work. I mean, every month I'm going down, I'm, you know, I'm tracking down advertisers and sponsors, I'm collecting checks, I'm getting credit card numbers. And, you know, that's, I think where a lot of people and myself included, when I first got started is I was afraid to ask for money because I didn't see the value yet in myself. And that's where a lot of people get messed up. But now I go to even my own county advertising officer and get money. <laughs> I mean, that's how big the brand has grown that even our county advertises with us. And that is a huge milestone because, you know, a year or two ago, I was just kind of like new to the water and was like, I'm kind of afraid to collect money. It was like, oh, I'm asking you for $1,500. Do you have it? Now I never say no. Now I never take no for an answer. And I'm like, oh, no, you got the money. Dig deeper because you know you need us. And that's where you kind of have to be a little bit more assertive when you're collecting money from these people. Because that's, I think, where it gets a lot of people like you and me, how 
kind of messed up where it's like, okay, we know we have something, we have the numbers, we want to monetize, we know we can, but how, what's our first step? How do we get there? Yes. You know, what helped me though, really tremendously, I mean, for me personally is because we own a community group for our town is I partnered with a magazine. Now we have print and digital, it sells itself. Now I don't have to just say, oh yeah, no, it's just a Facebook group. And you know, we collect sponsors because some people do know that unfortunately the reach is not very high on Facebook groups. And then you kind of have to, you know, kind of explain that away to the advertiser. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, I have print too. So now we hit 30,000 homes. Wow, really? Easy sell. When you say that we reached 30,000 homes, mm-hmm. if you're going to translate that into the language that that person is hearing, mm-hmm. it's dollar signs. Yes, it's dollar signs. It's and customers. Funny about that now, is that now I look at everyone as a dollar sign. I say, mm-hmm. no way, I can monetize you. You want a yeah. business or a brand or some kind of product? Good, I can monetize you. Whether that's affiliate marketing, or whether that's sponsored ads, whether that's uh, whatever. But I think that is the first step is like, you just have to kind of get over that like, ugh, and maybe figure out like, you know, we've talked a lot on FCLL, you know, recently about paid partnerships and partnerships in general. That is yes. so, so important because I have so many partnerships that I manage every day and it is essential to keep your brand growing, you know, your brand growing and growing and growing and growing. Because otherwise, you're never going to. You can't do everything on your own. You just can't. I've tried. So trust me, I know. I've tried doing it all, and it's just impossible. So you need partnerships. Anything yeah. that adds value and help you monetize easier, because that's at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. You can't do this stuff for free forever. It's too much work. Mm. Okay. Um, I could probably talk to you for another two or three hours, uh, but, I, but I heard a nasty rumor that you charge after the second hour, so I'm <laughs> going to avoid that. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking with you. You know that. Um, I'm going to share one last thing that, and, and it really, it helped me get over the edge of being willing to step into the monetization, brand collaboration, uh, representing clients threshold. Somebody told me recently, a, a, a good friend and, a, a, and an amazing mentor for me, she said to me, we, were, we, had a, we had a live video discussion on about three weeks ago or something, and, and she really cinched it. She said, recognize your value. Know your value. You have value. Now go do something with it. I have a saying, if it is to be, it is up to me. It is up to you to go out and bring in that money. Because yeah. although I do have a sales team now, a small sales team, I didn't have that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to go out there and I had to hustle. Now, what I would recommend for you personally is find mentors, find someone in advertising mm-hmm. that can help you get comfortable with sales pitching, teach mm-hmm. you about sales, use proper terminology. I'm very blessed that I work with a professional magazine sales team every day. So I, I have the lingo down to a science. I have all of my, you know, I don't take no for an answer because I know how to get that yes out. Mm-hmm. So I think if that's like, if, if I could offer any kind of advice, mentors, find mentors. I love it. Austin James. A true pleasure talking to you today. Thank you so very much for everything. Uh, when this uh, posts into the community, the learning group and the certified group, mm-hmm. um, I will tag you. And if you, if anybody's listening to this post on a replay, uh, if you have a question, uh, input, concern, support, I thank you to Austin for doing this. Please tag him. And I'm sure when he gets a moment, uh, he'll be happy to talk and chime in and, and support us. Austin, thank you so very much again. I really, really, really appreciate every minute you gave to us. Thank Thanks. you. Bye-bye. Thank you.